Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mook? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome oh, to a mini-sode of Weed and Grub. <laughs> when you say all the things, you got me. <laughs> this is a podcast about weed and grub and uh, comedy, culture, cannabis, cooking, and calling shit out. And this is a mini-sode with <laughs> Mary Jane and Mike. Mike. Yeah. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. How's your day? Flipped upside down a little bit today. Yeah, sure. It's a weird day. What day of Whole30 is this for you? Um, I've kind of forgotten at this point. That's beautiful. Yeah, I have a few days left. But yeah, it's a weird day here in LA a little bit. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Kobe we, Bryant. We woke up to the news that Kobe Bryant and his daughter were killed in a helicopter crash, and that's just fucking terrible. Brutally horrific. Yeah, and LA is mourning hardcore. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Living just... Can we talk a little bit? I don't want this whole episode to, mm-hmm. because I feel like one of the duties I feel like I have of this podcast is to like be as open as I possibly can without, but I also want to f- enjoy doing this podcast with you. Absolutely. Selfishly. Yeah. But we have to talk about what's truly happening in, in, in yeah. our world and, and in culture and definitely like on the corner of our, you know, neighborhood yeah. block. Without giving away where you live because of the freakos out there who yeah. want to, you know. <laughs> come slither around your fence um oh i've already said too much oh, um, no. but yeah yeah that was the first memorial i've ever seen actually i've ever been to yeah so um, there's a, a yeah a, a memorial um that's become a memorial it was a, a tribute to kobe's last game uh painted on melrose um by an artist right on the corner of this street in this huge building and it's him like on the court and it's a beautiful piece and people gathered there today and lit candles and were kind of um just you know gathering post-its up yeah with their memories of him and how much he means man i love this city so much and i know that everybody's like fuck la and hollywood this or whatever but when a city comes together um it's the best feeling in the world and the best ones like when i was in chicago when the blackhawks won the stanley cup and the city comes together in that way too also beautiful very different feeling but um yeah we're all just fucking people yeah, you know, we're all just goddamn fucking people, just doing the best we can. I hope. Yeah, and we all need somewhere to put our put our feelings and our thoughts and our stuff. And so it was. Um, besides the internet, which besides. I which I really struggled how to do today. It uh, man, it's fucking gross. It was good to get off there today and just walk down to stand on that corner and just see people, you know, all sort of stand together and and you know have have their moment you know, separately, individually and together, and then turn on the Grammys and just see how all of those artists are shouting out Kobe and saying, you know, Lizzo was like, this is for Kobe. And I, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's really fucking sad. And I think uh, the, this city is definitely in deep mourning today. So There's a wonderful point of thought I have about how, thank God, the Grammys are today. Mm. Like, if that something that tragic and brutal is going to happen, um, I need some of the best artists in the world to lift me up and just rock the fucking stage. Yeah. I need that so hard. Yeah. You know, like Lizzo, when her flute came down, <laughs> give me a break. Yeah. I, do you think she has a flute handler? 
Uh, she definitely, I right. Like yeah. Snoop Dogg has a blunt boy. Like you know, she's got like a flute dude, or maybe a flute gal. A flute team. A flute. Team. She definitely has a squad. Yeah. Some people have served like not to call her flute a dog, but I like it having its own seat on the private jet next to her. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, with its own handler. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It makes me think if I was ever uh, could be a rock star, like I, what if I was the dude who was playing that huge drum? That I have to wear oh. on my shoulders everywhere. Uh-huh. You know, like Weird Al has his accordion, Lizzo has her flute. Yeah. And then maybe I could have one of those huge drums that I, don't I have know to wear. If you would ever become a rock star with that. I mean, it's, we've never seen like a, uh, although no, I was going to say we've never seen a rock star with a tuba, but then we saw the roots last night and there was a tuba on stage and that was fucking amazing. Yo, he was the most showy, <laughs> like what a showman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All I could think about was him getting made fun of, like dragging his tuba all over the place to practice. Oh, and then totally. Being like, oh yeah, I play with the roots and I'm very fucking good and I jump up and down and I'm stronger and better and faster than everyone. Yeah, so there, yeah, there are legitimate rock stars out there playing fucking tubas and big drums and shit. And also, that was just an incredible show to have the roots like in that small venue and then like Billy Ray Cyrus showed up and fucking. I have, I filmed that. Should I drop it on YouTube? Maybe so. Um, so I have the, I'll check the audio of it. Okay. But it's Billy Ray Cyrus and Black Thought doing Old Town Road and Black Thought's verse is crazy. It was fucking crazy. It yeah. was such a cool night and there were so many cool guests who came on and fucking Ty Dollar Sign showed up and Burner Boy and. That kind of ties into our mini today because we've gotten a ton of what is it? I don't like to say fan mail, but they're fans. Um, um, just pals. Listeners. Yeah. People. Like other human beings who listen to us, who I like talking with and interacting with. So if you ever want to write to us, you can go to weedandgrub at gmail.com or DM us at weedandgrub on Instagram. Um, you better leave a five-star review on iTunes if you're going to do either of those things, though. <laughs> and um, we got a bunch of really good questions from folks when we were like, what do you want us to talk about in the new year? And one of them was... Um, Oh, I forgot. Before I get to the question, you had a really good idea for what this like type of thing would be called. Oh, yeah. This, we were, this section? We, well, we were, yeah, because we've got all of these um, awesome ideas floating around in this sort of idea cauldron now of, you know, that we can dip into and pull ideas out of and, and make it a topic. And uh, so I was like, what is a, a, a good name for this segment? And I thought uh, Hot Pot. Hot Pot. Yeah. So it's like how the Doughboys have the feed bag where they read viewer mail yeah. and answer listener questions. Uh-huh. That's what it is, listener questions. So ours is called the Hot Pot. The Hot Pot. I fucking love that It works shit. for weed and for food. I love I love a Hot Pot and I love Hot Pot. <laughs> makes it smoke and goes into my lungs and gets me high. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking shining star. Oh, man. So today's hot pot. Yeah, so today's hot pot. We had someone write in who they wanted to know what it is like to perform high. Well, that ties right into the roots. That uh, ties right into sports. That yeah. ties right into everything. There was a lot of fucking, uh, there were some funny moments last night where the host, Dion Cole, mm-hmm. was like, do you guys really like weed? Who here, you know, who here is enjoying it in the right way and who's getting high properly to fucking enjoy this music? Music and yeah, there was just a lot of clouds. Pop. The whole all of LA is high right now. Yes, either to like enjoy the music coming out of the fucking Staples Center or to just cope with. Um, is that what know, the yeah yeah the loss of Kobe and his daughter? Uh, yeah, everyone's like smoking some weed right now, lifting up a joint and saying like let's let's be in this together. So, do you want to answer from a personal point of view what it's like to perform? I think it was high a question or, for you. Yeah, actually. I know. Okay, well, so there's like a couple things about it. Um, 
I'm going to read my dates. Y'all, okay. if you want to know what it's like <laughs> to see me perform high, uh, I got shows coming up all over Oregon next week. This is so fucking cool. The The timing of this question is fucking great because you're going to be on the road with one of my favorite shows that I've seen you on that's not yours. Yeah. Like you're obviously glazed is my fucking favorite. And if you're ever in LA when that's going on, always come and see it. It's a fucking, it's the best show in LA. Uh, thank you. Well, I'm going to be on the road with The Gateway Show, and we're coming to Oregon. So here are my dates. The Gateway Show is where we perform sober, and then we take an intermission, and then we get ripped out of our fucking minds and perform a second half. Um, on this show previously, I've caught a French fry in my mouth being thrown from across the room. We all sang happy birthday to somebody named Vanessa, and it was like a thousand people singing happy birthday to her. Like, <laughs> shit gets fucking weird and fun. So uh, January 30th, I'm in Eugene, Oregon at World Pies. January 31st, I'm in Portland, Oregon at Funhouse Lounge. February February 1st, I'm in Seattle, Washington at the Broadway Performance Hall. February 2nd, I'm in Bellingham, Washington at the Upfront Theater. And then February 7th, I might be headlining in Palm Springs at the Hood Bar. And then February 12th is my live show Glazed at the Hollywood Improv. February 12th? Febu- oh, February 20th. Nice. Fe- February 20th. Sweet. Thank you. Um, <laughs> You're going to be so... Fuck. Hi. Yeah, it's a high. It's a high. I mean, why wouldn't I be? In so many it. places, too. Yeah. Well, if I'm going to see Seattle, I want to be s- seeing it stoned. It's a fucking great. There are so many good dispensaries in Seattle. You can, yeah, go and get some of Washington's greatest weed. Well, and Oregon, too. If anyone's in Seattle, Oregon, wherever I'm just said that I'm at, please come fuck with me. Let's smoke together and tell me where I should eat and what dispensaries I should visit. Like, give me them hot tips. Definitely. I have one recommendation while you're in Seattle if you want a really good pizza pie. Mm -hmm. Tom Douglas has a, uh, or at least when I was there last and paying attention to the pizza scene in Seattle, he had a place called Serious Pies. Like hand pulled, you know, the dough where it's like misshapen and kind of puffed up in some areas and crackly black. And, you know, like the dough is just, you know, and then I love a big black bubble Mm -hmm. on a crust. And then they like crack an egg onto it with some prosciutto or I don't know. They just make like great, cool, artisanal, handcrafted pies. Artisanal, fuck that. They're just good pizza pies. I hate that word. Sorry. Excuse me while I take myself to the other room and spank myself for saying artisanal. Okay. (laughs) Are you going to cry or moan or both? Ow! Ow! Okay, I'm back. (laughs) Stupid. Stupid. (laughs) It's like if the movie Secretary was done by one person playing all the roles. I mean, I do perform the entire movie Fatal Attraction in 10 minutes from opening credits to end credits by myself. Maybe I should make make such... Maybe I should make Secretary my next project. That would be really cool. Yeah. I would watch you do all of Secretary. Come on your own back. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just like me with a red pen and a whip. (laughs) Just... Like, doing it up. Oh, man. But listen, we need to know what, uh, from, like, I want to know from you what it's like for you to perform that show, especially high. I want to talk about that, and I'll talk about playing hockey high. I want to talk about everything, because playing sports high is very different, too. Um, I love this show because I am sober for the first half, so... My favorite thing to do is be able to do a little bit of crowd work where I can make connections with the audience so that when I'm really stoned and it feels like I am like kind of seeing the world's math, I can deepen those connections and we can try and make like a memorable moment coming out of what the foundation we've already built is. Mm. So I really treat it like a video game where I'm just trying to get as many plus ones as possible in the first half and then use all those plus ones to get like a superstar in the second half and, you know, explode it out. 
Is that clear? I guess so. Oh, I guess that's more technique than what's it like. Yeah. Mm. And I do. I mean, you're sort of, yeah, you're like, you you really use that first half to set up what you know is going to happen in the second half, which is you're going to come back with a brain just full of pinwheels and sparks and fireworks. And you're going to unleash that on the stage. And hopefully you'll be able to pick up some of those plus ones to make it all tie together. Exactly. So like, so like when I did that show in front of like a thousand people, um, at, I don't know where the fuck we were. What a place that Brea, holds a thousand Brea people. Brea Improv, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was not there. I just, <laughs> my manager. <laughs> I just Jesus. know what you did better than you do. <laughs> I don't know. Because I fucking yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Thank you for caring. <laughs> no, I do care. You were at the Brea Improv and you got high and fucking performed that for a fucking huge, so, huge, huge crowd. Yeah, it's cool because in the first half I'm talking to the dude in the front row whose name is like Alex and he's clean shaven and looks rich. So I'm talking to him about that. And then right next to him is a girl with French fries. And I was like, let me get a fry. She gives me a fry. And then all her friends are like, it's her birthday. And I'm like, boom, store that away. Because in the second half, whether she knows it or not, by the end of, I'm closing my set with all of these people singing happy birthday to you. Mm. Like, it's a must. You can't, how can you not, you know? Yeah. And so that's one of the reasons I love doing the Gateway Show is because you actually get like two chances. And the second one, we're all so stoned together, Mm -hmm. which makes it feel safe to just create like a one night only magnificent time that was for us and will not happen again. I love that and I love that you're able to do that because I will say I've seen the Gateway show several times now and I'm not gonna call it who it was or where or when it was, but I watched a comedian uh, completely fall apart on stage when they came back baked as fuck. And I think that uh, that that's my fear. Like that's the pit, the knot that I get in my stomach when I think about, that's why I don't perform high for the most part. Like the few times that I've been like incredibly high on camera, I've, I've really had an interesting inner conversation with myself where I'm like, just fucking, you know, hold it together, drink a little water. Don't let that anxiety wheel ratchet up to a 10. You know, what's the anxiety coming from? Because like weed, weed is, I don't know, weed for me, like it loosens me up and it opens me up and I have like confidence and I get in my own way less when I'm stoned. Like I feel more creative and I'm able to like reach areas of my brain that are normally, you know, too busy thinking about when rents do. Right. You know? Yep. I love that. Yeah, and but I, but the anxiety, but so but it's the flip for you. It can be absolutely like I've definitely had the experience of getting super fucking high and then having to you know either go on stage or be on camera and just being so self aware, being aware of like the sound that my lips are making or how loud my blinking all of a sudden is <laughs> or you know what do I do with my hands you know like yeah just all of a sudden becoming compl- because it does make me completely present I'm definitely not thinking about paying rent but I'm thinking about um you have a great joke about thinking about how much blood you have yes you know all of a sudden just being aware of like the the the, the thrumming in your ears of like you can actually hear your body working and breathing and just becoming conscious of that and how anyone else might be experiencing that on the outside and I've definitely tunneled down into that a couple of times and had real moments of like okay and having to pull myself back from the brink like I had a really crazy time when I got super super fucking high with Margaret Cho cool on camera holy shit that's fucking cool it was it, it was super fucking cool and one of the most amazing interviews I've I've ever had the fucking good fortune to have um, and we got super high together 
And then I basically had an hour of just kind of trying to hang on because she's so smart and her brain moves so fast and she's so good at smoking huge amounts of weed. She did a big bong rip and then she just went and it was up to me to sort of like calm myself down enough to just be a really good listener. But I was also feeling very paranoid that I wasn't doing the right things. Like it was really, and when I look back at that interview, it was great. She was talking and Fuck I was yes. listening. That was it. <laughs> That's a great, you know? great job. <laughs> great job was, sitting there quietly. Yeah, everything was fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just like, it's a good, it's a good reminder to sort of, you know, and now, of course now I'm much more practiced at it and like I don't have that same experience, but I'm also much more careful about my, my weed intake before I uh, get on stage or in front of a camera. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, I hate to say that I'm really good at it because of practice, Yeah. but like I've practiced a lot Yeah. just because it helped me when I was first performing uh, i mean shit it's fucking i've never had stage fright ever um i've been nervous for shows and i've had nerves of course but i've never been like scared to go on stage um but just being high i was like oh shit mm. like i don't give a fuck about any of this mm, i'm just here for myself like it made it it was cool because i remember like smoking weed in chicago and performing and immediately feeling the shift between caring about everybody laughing and my jokes and like doing it for them and then i'm like i'm fucking stoned up here i don't give a fuck about any of you mm-hmm. i'm doing this for me which is why i'm up here in the first place and that's immediately when my like confidence sword and I no longer weed was no longer a crutch like and alcohol was no longer a crutch to be on stage it was more just like yeah I feel like having a drink tonight um Mm -hmm. I'm doing this for me anyway so if that's what I feel like doing then I'm gonna do that sometimes I don't sometimes I'm really high sometimes I'm not high at all but either way I'm constantly like up on stage for me and that makes everything just that much better yeah you know it's fucking great so much more confidence it's so much fun to watch you uh also toggle between the two like go from like being sober to you know especially like where you guys all go out together at the gateway show and everyone gets really high together and then you know you come back in and you've clearly like lifted your consciousness to a different level and it's fun to watch you sort of skate in on a on a different plane yeah i really enjoy it well because you can feel the audience shift too right Mm -hmm. like i think that's the really cool thing is that some people show up really high some people take that ritualistic attitude where it's like we'll all be sober and then we'll all be high together and i prefer that personally like i prefer the like okay now we're like we're two we're a community yeah yeah it's 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 cool it's my favorite thing in the world to watch comedy really fucking high i love to be like super fucking baked and just sit back and have that like one cold drink for a really long time (laughs) that you like you put your hand around and you just feel that cold drink and you just like feel your belly rock with laughter and you hear everyone else and you just feel connected to the entire building in that moment yeah that's my favorite fucking thing in the world but the the weird isolation that I've had when I've been on the spot and had to perform really, really high has made me definitely pull back from ever. Like, I don't think I could ever do the gateway show. Not that I'm a comedian or anyone would ever fucking ask me, but just that kind of thing. I would definitely, although I did have an interesting, Oh, oh. sorry. It's Steven Kramer Glickman. Hey Glickman. <laughs> How's up, it going? Glicks? <laughs> I was just going to say, I did do the um, Playboy video shoot 
super fucking high because we ate an infused dinner and I had to kind of keep in mind like that we were going to be obviously getting progressively high as we ate an infused meal and that I would need to sort of just remind myself gently to stay on track and I did. And and you were moderating some yeah. heavy hitters like Laganja yep. was there with you. Yep, and Chef Andrea Drummer. Uh, yeah, who runs and the, you were the leader of the whole thing. So Yeah, well, I was moderating the discussion. A moderator is a leader. You can <laughs> just let me give you something. Thanks. Christ. Okay. Thanks, Mike. So, yeah, so I actually um, definitely felt in that moment, I, I was like, oh, I've sort of graduated. Totally. You know, like yeah. I've got, I got out of weed high school and now I've, I've gone to weed college and I'm, I'm just fine being pleasantly baked and talking to nice people on camera and not worrying about it so much. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, does weed make you a better listener? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the other reason I like performing high. I, I'm more dialed in. Yeah. I think I'm more dialed in. Well, but the inter- the interesting thing is I usually don't like doing any of my material when I'm that stoned mm. because it, I, it, I, it bores me. Ah, interesting. Like if I'm sober, I love to do just like a half hour of like bits, things I've worked on. But as soon as I'm super fucking stoned on the Gateway Show, I have no interest in doing any of my material. I just want to talk to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like Chappelle does. Yo, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when we saw him on stage last night with the Roots, and he came out and he was just—he just wanted to like talk to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> How are y'all doing? Oh shit! What up, everybody? Yeah, he had no interest in telling a single joke. He just and he but he, and he was so fucking funny, right? Because he's just making observations and he's just pulling everyone together, just connecting everyone through his talking to them, which yeah. is the fucking mark of, I don't know, any great stagecraft, you know, comic who has great stagecraft. I feel like that's why he can do four hours. Yeah. And he barely has any material. Is just because he's just like, he can form everything into material in the moment. Yeah. It's fucking fascinating. He's the best comic who's ever lived. <laughs> he's better than everyone before him, and he's the best in the world right now. Wow. It's Name somebody who holds a candle to him. Anyone. Uh, you can't, like, I can't argue nobody. with you. You have much deeper knowledge of comedy than I do. So there's nobody. There, he's the best comic who's ever been. Okay, hands down. All right. It, I'm sorry. Why am I yelling at I'm you not, when you're agreeing with me? I'm not fighting you on this, Mary Jane. But just agree with me again. Listen, Mike. I opened for him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. at your show, Glaze, when I performed my Fatal Attraction in 10 minutes, I was Chappelle's opener. So yeah. I'm not arguing with you because then he came on stage and obliterated everything I had ever done, and everyone forgot I'd been there. So <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Were you there the night Chappelle was there? Yeah, I was his opener, and oh, uh, oh. I did great, and everyone thought I did a really nice job. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to come up with. A Could new... you ever do theater high, or did no. you ever rehearse high? Yeah, I no. Or did I mean, you ever learn learn lines? Like sure, ha, yeah, learning lines is... is actually really fucking great when you're high because it is just about sort of like storing information in your brain, and that is actually especially when you're high. It's sort of like resistance training. So if you do it when you're high, you definitely got it down by the t- you know when you're not. So I actually love learning lines when I'm stoned um but performing no i can't even in fact i have had a like a pretty much since theater school i think where where, like i have to be completely unadulterated meaning like not even a sip of wine or a puff on a joint or even fucking cold medicine i won't do it i need to be so present in every way that um that's and that's just how i roll when i'm when i'm acting that's it man oh man it's so interesting because when 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 we're asked like what's it like performing high I think about how I'm just stoned and 
I'm I'm cooking in the kitchen alone, mm-hmm. and that's performing to me. Like you know, I'm imagining myself on some Food Network show, chopping up onions and sliding them in a pan. So everything I'm doing in that moment, I feel like I am. I don't know. Weed makes me feel like I'm always performing, but I'm mm-hmm. always like just trying to like have a good time and be my best self. Which ah. is why like when I when I was playing hockey like incredibly seriously, I would practice stoned all the fucking time. Never high, never anything for games. Never, never, never. Because I mean, what if what if I suck? Like I've let down so many fucking people. That's exactly it. You know, like you know, like stone sober because I'm here to like win. Yeah. But for practice. You better believe I'm pretending I'm in a video game yeah. and I feel like I'm in the matrix and every glove save I make, I can like see where the puck is going before he even shoots it. Yep. You know, I'm like dialing in my subconscious so that it's more attuned for when I'm sober. Yeah. I mean, when we interviewed David Crosby for the podcast and we hung out with him before his show and we asked him if he wanted to smoke, he was like, I don't smoke before shows, but every single song you hear me play, I wrote when I was high. That's it. Yeah. I think that's just kind of it. Like, it's it's great to learn lines or practice your fucking... Maybe that's why I don't want to perform my material high, because I want to just create. Ah, yeah. That's got to be it. Because yeah. the sober set is usually, you know, stuff I've worked on. And then I'm just like, I just want to fucking do something new. Yeah. Yeah. You're like unlocking your brain. Whoa. I didn't mm. know we'd get this deep. I thought it'd be a little bit more like, meh, meh, meh. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about this. I think it's pretty neat. I'm glad to, I'm glad to hear from you. I think everybody should do, I think everybody should do stand up at an open mic. One, even if you don't want to and it doesn't interest you, I think it's so cool that you can like have an idea and even if you don't think you're funny, even if you don't think it's for you, you can have a really wild idea. And as long as you're not racist, hateful, and evil, you can grab a microphone and say it out loud to people. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty fucking empowering, terrifying, and like healthy. I think it's a healthy bridge to cross. Yeah. Yeah. So get fucking high and grab a mic. For real. Okay. I that It's like... I might. Self-expression is so hard to come by unless you're on social media and then it's not even self-expression because you're also looking for validation from fucking strangers in you know far off lands and and then if you don't get that validation you're like oh shit but if you can go into a room with six other people and grab a microphone and be like i was thinking about this the other day and Mm -hmm. just start talking Mm -hmm. with those six people it feels so good it feels so good to have your voice heard yeah you know? It really does. That's it. So, so you, smoke a fucking bowl and grab a mic. Yeah. Maybe that would solve a lot of the world's problems right now. No, because Trump has mics all the time. Oh, my God. He, he's always on the mic. Like, the world is his bringer show, and nobody wants to be brought. Okay. Well, he definitely needs to smoke some fucking weed. Oh, yeah. Or just go away altogether. I don't really care. I just hate him. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't want to go down this road as no. we wrap up. Uh-huh. That's too negative. No. Um. What about for... The rest of your, like, it, I mean, being high makes everything better. Grocery shopping is better. Everything's more fun when you're stoned. Yes. And I feel like performing, if you're having fun, others are having fun. So for me, getting high is fun. So I'm going to have fun. Bobo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I have a great time talking to you when I'm high. Like, I love unpacking things on this podcast when we're stoned. I love having a great guest and getting super baked. Like, we had so much fun when we smoked with, like, the guys from I'm Too Effing High, mm-hmm. Gabrus, yeah. Matt Besser, fucking Caitlin Gill. Like, always a better conversation. So fun to get high with a funny person and then just riff. That's my favorite. 
this to me isn't performing though so it's okay for me to just like feel like loose and freewheeling so maybe I'll just take the lessons from that like loose fun feeling and um, I don't know write a joke or two and get a mic and go go try some stand up do it would you support me in that I, do, I would love to come watch okay I would love to I would love to be there however you want me to be there okay you know what I'm saying yeah yeah if I give you a bag of tomatoes and what? Eat, chuck them at you? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd fucking love to whip a tomato at you. Performance up. Yeah, God, <laughs> nothing would make me feel better than smacking you in the forehead with a ripe one. Yeah, especially if I'm asking for it. Yeah. You know, and then it's consent. <laughs> <laughs> tomato consent? Consensual tomato smashing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, stage consent, huh? So sexy. Yeah, that's great. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess long story short is, uh, what's it like? It's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be for everyone, but for me, it's a lot of everything. Cool. That's it. I mean, shit, shout out High Guys BuzzFeed, you know? Yeah. You know, that's, I mean, that's the proving ground for me is like, I show up super fucking stoned and hang out with a sloth and I just get to be myself. Yeah. (sighs) That's such a blessing. Yeah. And that monkey seemed to really like you too. We're still friends. Yeah. (laughs) We still hang out. We're going to Tender Greens. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. It's going to be great. His treat, because he never pays. Damn it. Yeah. All they ever have is kale. It's so annoying. What, tender greens? Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you talking? Wait, no, did you say, no, sweet green. Fuck that place. You hate sweet green? Yeah, I'm not into it. They only have kale. It's like chipotle for salads. You just go down the line and make your own salad, yeah, right? Yeah, but their base is always kale. and I'm not into it. Wow. It hurts my mouth. I agree with that. I'm sensitive. I'm a sensitive person with, you know, mouth issues. What's your number one lettuce when we, as we wrap up? Top lettuce right now. Butter. Yeah. It a is butter, the best. A bib. A butter lettuce is the best lettuce. With like a creamy tarragon dressing. Shit, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need much more. And like a little roast chicken, dark meat only. Damn. You're right. Butter is that perfect balance between like kale, which would be like a bold font. Yeah. And iceberg, which would be like a light oblique font. And yeah. butter is like that sweet futura right in there. Yeah. Kale is like steel wool and icebergs like a bucket of water. <laughs> I want the, the crunch and the soft uh-huh. and the flavor. Damn. Yeah. Fucking butter lettuce. Yum. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a great way to end. <laughs> of course, we end up talking about food. I, I yeah, Definitely. I mean, I'm so fucking hungry right now. I'm going to go make myself some dinner. What are you going to make? Uh, a pork chop. Really? Mm-hmm. Bone in, bone out. Uh, boneless pork chop. I'm going to Wait, you it. can't use butter. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're already telling me. Sorry. Oh, no, I have a whole plan. I will tell you about it gladly. I'm going to sear it in the pan, um, sear each side a little clarified butter, butter and olive oil, just salt and pepper, um, and kind of sear it up and then finish it in the oven. And then I'm going to make some thinly sliced sweet potatoes, roasted in a little coconut oil with some sea salt and some fucking kale, actually, but I'm going to braise it so it's uh, soft with some garlic. It's when it's in that raw form. Yeah. Fuck that sounds out. fucking delicious. I you think, just made yeah. my throat swallow against its will. Ooh. Like it didn't even know it swallowed <laughs> till it swallowed. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Damn. That's healthy, man. Lovely. Well, um, this has been cool. Is there anything else to touch on about performing high? No, I think, I mean, we'll come back to it time and again because this is what we do. And I love talking about you with all of it. And we're going to South by and we'll definitely be high there and we'll definitely be performing. <laughs> Fuck yeah, we will. We're like hitting the road in a few weeks. So it's so exciting to know how stoned I'm going to be in a city where it's mad illegal. But oh, like, mm-hmm. you, you know, like you can't arrest me for what's inside my body. Yeah, we're going to have to be creative about everything else. But we can, yeah, just stare someone down and be like, it's already inside me. What are you going to do, huh? Yeah. 
Oof, I'm stoked. All right. Um, well, again, if anybody wants to hit us in the hot pot, go to... Uh, what's wrong with that? I just pictured like someone like kicking me in my gut. Like, <laughs> hit me in the hot pot. <laughs> but yeah, hit us in the hot pot. Hit us in the hot pot at uh, weedandgrub at Gmail mm-hmm. or uh, at weedandgrub on Instagram. But again, you're only allowed to ask us questions if you've left us a five-star review on iTunes. Nice. Yeah. And um, go see Mike and the Gateway Show. It's a fucking great show and uh, highly, highly recommend You should get on stage. Oh, my God. I have jokes. I got jokes. I have some jokes. Yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Have beautiful weeks and talk to everybody soon. Talk to y'all soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.